0: Hello, my name is Yemi. And my name is Ichoma, And together we host Africa in My Kitchen, a podcast that is produced by Tunuka Media.
1: This fun podcast explores meals from each
0: country in Africa. We talk about the country, discuss the meal itself, and draw from our experiences to share why we are, or are not, excited about the meal. A new episode airs every two weeks. So John is for the hits, the
1: misses, the laughs, and the cringes. As we eat our way across the continent,
0: come back often, share with your friends, and add the podcast to your regular podcast rotation wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Now it's time for this week's episode.
0: Hi, it's Yemi here and Ijoma. On this episode of Africa in My Kitchen, we are excited to bring you Uncatra Futra. A pancakey coconutty bread from Comoros. <laughs> to mix things up, we are starting with a proverb from Comoros that we both love. A chicken with beautiful plumage does not sit in a corner. It does
1: not. So we will give you some time. Let that sink in and think about that. So if you're a chicken and feel like a peacock, live your best peacock life. Don't yeah. let them tell you you're you not a peacock. You got that right. <laughs> So the Comoros Islands, or Comoros, is an island country off the southeast coast of Africa. It is northwest of Madagascar, and it's east of Mozambique. There are actually multiple islands in the country, but the three major ones are Grand Comor, Moeli, and Anjouan. There's a fourth island called Mayotte, but it is an overseas French department, basically meaning that it's still under French sovereignty. Mm-hmm. How that happened was that Comoros was a French colony until 1975, and then the country voted to be independent. The three islands voted to be independent, but Mayotte voted to stay under French sovereignty. And so till today, it is a French department.
0: There are three official languages in Comoros, the French, Arabic, and Shikomori, or Comorian. Shikomori is actually a collective name that is used to describe the four local languages spoken in the country. Exactly. Exactly. And
1: because Mayotte is, it's kind of complicated. I think Comoros and Mayotte have a complicated relationship. So even the four local languages that we're talking about, one of them is spoken on Mayotte. Mm, Okay. Can't say we don't have drama in Africa. Not even a little bit. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Here are some fun facts about Comoros. First of all, it is the world's leading producer of I don't know how you say this essential oil. Liangliang, liangliang, Ilang-ilang. Ilang-ilang. Y-L-A-N-G. Y-A-L-A-N-G. After Madagascar, it is the second largest producer of vanilla. There are two types of marriage celebrations in Comoros. There's the legal marriage, so like the court marriage. And then you have the customary marriage. And it made me think of, like, there's several African countries that have that. So you mm-hmm. have your traditional marriage, and then you have the legal marriage, which is usually in court or also involves a church. But the interesting thing is that the customary marriage, which is called ADA, ADA, yes, the customary marriage, which is called ADA can take many, many years to save for, but couples still try to have it. And I found this particularly interesting. We thought it was a little interesting because it's so important and and it takes so many, it could take so many years to save for it, that a couple could actually have their grown children attending,
0: (laughs) attending this money. Yeah, it is, it is that expensive, um.
1: Comoran cuisine has French, African, Arabic, and Indian influences. It's an island country, so there is a lot of seafood. They also have a lot of spices, like cloves, vanilla, cardamom, coriander, cinnamon, nutmeg. In fact, when I was reading this, I started thinking of mulled wine. Ooh, mulled wine is so good, yo. Because how do they have all the spices that actually... Like, if you were to buy mulled spices, this is what it would be.
0: Ooh, mulled wine. Mmm.
1: Anyhow, mm. <laughs> they produce all these spices and have a variety of fruit, including jack. I think jackfruit, which I haven't tried, but I've heard of. Based on our research, one of the most popular dishes is langoust à la vanille. And this is lobster boiled in a vanilla sauce that also has some white wine, some vinegar and some spinach as well. Mm-hmm. There's also ombravad curry, which is like a pigeon pea curry. There's msoulola, and that is green plantain and fish. And it's cooked in coconut milk. Yami is not looking impressed because I said fish, but we'll move on. No, no, I'm not. There's also untrovianazi, which is also steamed fish. And this is cooked in a coconut stew. And a lot of the notes we found about it referred to cooking bananas. That's interesting. I think it's plantain, to be honest with you, because I I get confused
0: a lot online. So I see people say bananas. But it's actually plantain. Plantain, So I think it might
1: be plantain.
0: As you may have noticed, two of the dishes we just mentioned involve coconut. And our featured dish, Futra, is no different. It also has coconut. Ingredients include flour, coconut milk, yeast, salt, butter, sesame seeds, and eggs. We kind of forgot
1: to add the sesame seeds. We did. But in my defense, the recipe I looked at didn't have
0: sesame seeds on the picture. So we just... Assume that our version was, we're doing a no sesame seed take exactly, on the dish. Yeah, yes. That's what we're doing. We're doing a no sesame seed, you know, version of, version of it. Yeah. Excellent. It was totally planned. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's what we did on purpose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we mentioned, this is a kind of bread and
1: it's kind of simple to make. You're basically just dumping all the ingredients in together. Your flour, your milk, your yeast, your butter, everything comes in. It's pretty simple to make. You just mix your ingredients together in a bowl.
0: Like a pancake.
1: Like a pancake, yes. Mm -hmm. And in this case, you leave it to rise for a little bit so that the yeast can do its work. And then you fry.
0: Yeah, and for exact measurements, as usual, just check out the blog where we actually have the references. Mm -hmm.
1: Um. The little differences I found among the recipes, though. So, for instance, one I liked. I really enjoyed it, but I didn't use because the measurements were not very specific. Mm -hmm. But... The chef used ghee, which is clarified butter, mm. while some other people just used regular butter. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I noticed about this was I think the recipe called for two or three, four, two or three cups of flour, I think, but for the amount of flour that it called for and for the size of the batter, I expected it to have more servings. Mm. But with the big amount of the large amount of batter we had, I only made like four.
0: And it usually comes out very thick and yes. very big. So it's kind of like a, imagine a pita the size of a pita like the the, the round pita yeah. yeah the circumference of a pita but thicker about half an inch in thickness yeah
1: i think almost even thicker than a pancake than a fluffy pancake oh yeah it's yeah, definitely these are big butch pancakes oof.
0: it tastes good though but it... Ijama is gonna go into how to make it and talk about that but yo mm-hmm. oof
1: so you mix everything together, like we said, and you just fry in batches. I would recommend using a really good pan, like a cast iron pan, if you have one. And the reason for this is that if you're not using a good pan, your batter might stick. Mm. And I tried that the first time. The first, the first um, attempt wasn't very good. We'll actually post this on the blog so you could see the difference. The first attempt wasn't very good. And so because I wasn't using a very good pan, I found that to compensate, I had to use a little more butter. And mm. I would have had to use. But when I saw pictures and images and videos of people making it, they didn't even use any butter at all. They had a good cast iron pan and they just sprinkled some water.
0: Yeah, I even think if you had like a nonstick too, like a good nonstick pan as well. Yes, I thought I had a good
1: nonstick until I tried to make Mkacha Futra in it. So clearly my iron, nonstick I'm, isn't <laughs> clearly you bought yours in the markets from the back. I'm not going to tell you where I bought mine from. <laughs> but it was a place that I thought was a reputable place to get a frying pan. From. Just say you bought it behind somebody's truck. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So, I found this dish, this particular bread meal, very nice. Mm. It's eaten with a variety of things, but it was creamy. It calls
0: for a lot of coconut milk, so maybe that's why it's creamy. It's so creamy. It's so good. Like... And okay keep talking i'm, not gonna not- talk. I'm, hold- I'm <laughs> holding myself back guys i'm holding myself oh, okay. back before i start talking about it.
1: Mm. i found a very filling i don't think you need more than one for a meal that's me personally I've, i was pretty full like we said they're big and they're fluffy and they're buttery and creamy i really liked it i loved it
0: there okay. is no question in my mind it was so creamy it was delicious I loved it so much. I actually didn't eat it with anything. Yes. I ate it by itself. I had no syrup. I had nothing. I just warmed it. It was warm, and then just it's like eating fresh, warm, buttery bread right out of the oven. It's it just feels so wholesome. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, like comfort food, right? Yeah, it's like a comfort food. And I remember that day I was editing. Mm-hmm. One of the other episodes, and I was trying it, and I was like, ooh, this is so good. This is so good. And before you know it, I'd eaten the whole thing. <laughs> That's funny oh god that was bad like i had to report myself to Ijama. i was like oh my god Ijama, look at what i did
1: and it it is that's my only like it. my one my one thing was this is for someone like me i was like well this is so bad
0: but it tastes so i know bad. it's because so the flour f- and
1: the coconut and the butter but it's it's really delicious yeah we really like this I one
0: i did debate if there was a way to make it with um, don't say whole wheat flour. With whole wheat flour, don't say whole wheat flour.
1: I mean, some why do you guys have to ruin this? It's a good thing. Don't spoil a good it's thing. It's a
0: good thing, but some of us need some whole wheat, and you can think of like people that require it whole wheat, okay, as fine. part of their, mm-hmm. you know, meal. Not everyone can eat white That's flour true. all the time, so I don't think it will be quite as nice. To be absolutely honest, only because. Whole wheat is more dense, I find. That's true. Um, but it was, so, it was so good. It might not be too bad, though, because I'm trying to think. With the coconut, if you
1: get a really good quality coconut milk that's mm-hmm. creamy, mm-hmm. that might help. It might not taste as good, but it won't be that Yeah, I,
0: I do think you could possibly try it with whole wheat. It just might not be as fluffy. It will just be a lot more dense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Moving on. Oh
0: my god, it was so good. <laughs> like... It's kind of one of those things where you start and you can't stop till you stop and you realize, oh my God, I overate Now my tummy hurts because I ate too much, which is exactly what happened to me. My tummy hurt like the next day because I ate, instead of eating one, I had two. (laughs) And then I was like, you jump my (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was my experience. I absolutely loved it. I have absolutely nothing bad or evil or no, I have no... Um, reservations about this gotcha for no, yes. no, not one little bit Komoros, we love this dish we did, thank we you like. so much for bringing this to this world, thank you <laughs> so that being said we have come to the end of this delicious episode um, Komoros, again thank you, Ijeoma you're a real G for, for cooking for us know. you know, thank wonder, you wonder, my stomach wonder... thanks you You're welcome. (laughs) All right, friends. Um, Catch you next time. Don't forget, like, share, and subscribe. And, you know, stay safe, y'all. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening, friends. As a reminder, the podcast is released every two weeks.
0: Follow Tunuka Media on social media, including Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, to connect with us and be on the forefront of upcoming shows and program schedules. Links are in the show notes.
1: Africa in My Kitchen is produced by Tunuka Media and co hosted with 234 Pantry. So while on Instagram, follow my page 234 Pantry for more food related content and fun facts about dishes and ingredients.
0: Tunuka Media also produces another show called Overlooked, which I host with more shows on the way. Like and subscribe, and if you learn something new, support the show by giving Africa in My Kitchen a high rating wherever you listen. This helps the show grow and gets more people just like you to learn also. So until next time, Bye. bye!